self-love week two. Now, um, there's a few things that I, I want to just presence ourselves to. The first one is that this is something that's taught a lot at the farm, something that Daniela speaks to quite beautifully, that the way that our day unfolds and the experience that we have as we move through our days have a direct relationship with what is going on inside our minds at any given time. So thinking about what that internal narrative looks like for you and not in a judging way, but just in an awareness way. I inviting in the witness to notice how many complaints are happening throughout the day. Where is there uh, dissatisfaction with what is going on? And when I connect this concept to self-love, I think about that negative self-talk loop that we can all kind of get lassoed into. The, the parts of ourselves that we haven't quite decided that we love, um, the parts of ourselves that we wish were different or better or stronger, um, anything that is within us or that makes up our skin suit that we walk around in, um, any of those things that we're dissatisfied with, that can create a negative self-talk loop in and of itself. I want you to commit for the next week, for the next week, to noticing when something that is negative about yourself plays inside your mind. And just start to notice and to bring your awareness practices into those internal thoughts that we have. Because the truth is, is that we could get lost in the things that we find uh, unsatisfactory about ourselves, or we can choose to actively be devoted to ourselves. And that means loving all of the parts. That means loving the flaws. That means loving the shadow. That means loving the part of us that flips people off in, in traffic. Loving the part of us that, um, you know, I, I'm, I think from probably like here to here, I'm like covered in stretch marks, right? Like it took a long time to love those stretch marks and to see them as like these tiger stripes of birth and um, creating children. So if you notice those patterns, you can interrupt them. And, and you can address like, is this something that I actually believe true? Is this old programming that I received from someone else or from so or socialized through media and our culture? And within that awareness, we get to choose a different thought. We get to choose a different experience with our bodies. Um, if, if I just sat and thought about all the things that my stomach wasn't, <laughs> I would miss out on all the things that it is, all the things that it does. Right? And I assure you that when you show up in devotion to yourself exactly as you are today, when you love the body that you have, the voice that you have, the mind that you have, you end up having the body, the voice, the mind that you want. It just works like magic.
in that way. It's like, oh, where was where was I when I was not appreciating these things? What was going on? So um, that's one thing to view it. The other thing that I want to just bring into this space tonight, into this beautiful container, is the awareness that we are so privileged and um, this is an incredible gift to get to be here. There is tremendous flooding going on in the world. There are fires going on in the world. There are people who are consistently displaced from their homes. And, um, and there are people that don't feel physically well enough to do a practice like this. So sometimes a practice that I have when I'm feeling like I can really deepen into my own self-love is to send that energy to people who don't have access to it, to send that energy out, to share it with those who have not yet arrived at this part of their path. Um, so energetically, I share, share and share and share. Sometimes we are overflowing with compassion and love for others. And sometimes when it comes to ourselves, our tolerance and our compassion level dips. And we start <clears throat> hearing in our minds stories around things that we should have done. And anytime we're living in that place, anytime we're experiencing that uh, rumination of the past, Anytime we are thinking about the future and we're engaging with the story of when, then, we are stealing from ourselves and depleting ourselves a little bit. When I get the promotion, then I'll be happy. When we move to a bigger house, then things will feel settled. When I go back to school, then I will be fulfilled. And it's often that these little seed thoughts are the start to some of those negative self-talk thoughts. Because the blame happens and the shame happens. A lot of times, again, we, we see the things that we lack as, uh, as something that we're not doing. And this isn't surprising given the world that we live in and the message that we receive, which is if you only hustled a little bit more, if you only worked a little harder, if you only did more and pulled yourself up by your bootstraps, you would be a millionaire, be a billionaire, whatever it is. It's a false narrative. It's a false narrative. And, and so often our experiences of unworthiness, of, of shame, of embarrassment are very much connected to our relationship with currency. Currency. I love when Danielle talks about currency because money is a current. It moves from one thing to another. It doesn't have to be this magic piece of paper that we developed. Okay, so there, there's an energy to abundance and prosperity that goes far beyond pieces of magic paper. One of the things that comes along sometimes with falling in love with yourself 
is that culturally we are conditioned that that might teeter over into, you know, being arrogant or being conceited. And that's not really what um, self-love is all about. Self-love is, is truly about recognizing the strength that you have in yourself, uh, all of the things in your life that you've overcome and acknowledging the brilliance in you 